This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. It's time once again for our community spotlight. Bob Babbitt is the uh, CEO. He's the founder of ChallengedAthletes.org. And it's an opportunity to support people with physical challenges, pursue an active lifestyle, certainly try to make the most of what has been a difficult situation and using athletics and physical fitness as a way to uh, to bring a smile to their to their daily life. And Bob, I just want to start with what was the genesis? Where was where did the story begin with ChallengedAthletes.org? So for us, it all started with a, actually a football player. He was a 300-pound offensive lineman at Yale named Jim McLaren. And back in 1985, he was taking acting classes in New York City, was on his motorcycle going to class, gets hit by a New York City bus, thrown 90 feet in the air, dead on arrival. He lived, lost his lower left leg, and came back with a prosthetic, a basically – one step ahead of Captain Hook back then, we're talking 1985, 1988, he ran a 3.16 marathon, which changed perception of what somebody could do with a prosthetic leg. And I met him at the Ironman World Championship. I had a magazine called Competitor, and Jimmy was there as this one-legged guy taking on the beast, taking on the toughest day in sport, the Ironman World Championship. He goes 10.42, top 20% of it in a race, and just blows people's minds. So flash ahead, eight years, he's traveling the world, everybody knows who he is, he's sponsored by Budweiser, he's living the dream, he gets hit again. He's racing in Mission Viejo, California, a van goes through a closed intersection, hits the back of his bike, propels Medford in a pole, guy's an amputee, becomes a quadriplegic. So at that point, myself and two buddies got together, we, knew we needed to do something for Jimmy, and we decided we're gonna put on a little triathlon, we're gonna raise $25,000, we're gonna buy a van with hand controls to give Jimmy independence which is what you lose when you become paralyzed. Well, we raised 49 for this little triathlon, figure our job's done. Three amputee women come up to us that day and say, hey, it's great we did it for Jimmy, but did you know when you get injured, your health insurance covers a walking around leg or an everyday wheelchair, nothing to do with sport is covered by insurance because it's considered a quote unquote luxury item. And you and I both know sport isn't a luxury item, it's a huge part of who we are and what we do. So then we got our 513C, decided we're gonna become an official charity. And if someone needed a piece of equipment, training or travel to stay in the game of life through sport, we'd be there. We've raised $159 million in our first 30 years, sent out over 44,000 grants to athletes in 73 countries, all 50 states, and more importantly, 105 different sports. It's a little crazy. So there are so many stories to get to here, Bob, and so many different <laughs> uh, different avenues, whether it's a particular yeah. sport or a particular person's uh, perseverance. If you can, can you just spotlight a couple of three that come to mind about people that have been able to use challengeathletes.org? You've been able to use your foundation and provide that kind of uh, positivity in their life. 
Sure, actually, a perfect example is a, a woman from right up there in, in, in Sacramento area, Jamie Whitmore, was a top uh, ex-Terra athlete, which meant, means swimming, mountain biking, and running. Won 37 titles, uh, was a one-time world champion, and this is as an able-bodied athlete. Well, then all of a sudden, uh, she's starting to have pain in the back of her leg and goes to the doctors, and they're like, well, you must have a low threshold of pain. This is somebody who's riding their mountain bike up on the Flume Trail up at 12, 13,000 feet. There's no, <laughs> there's no low pain threshold there. Turned out that she had a tumor wrapped around her sciatic nerve. When they cut that, she could never run again. So at that point, she was in the hospital having this operation. I called her husband, Courtney, and said, hey, Courtney, I know Jamie. She's going to need sport. When she gets out of the hospital, have her call me. We got her into paracycling. And in 2016, she went to Rio and won a gold and a silver in this brand new sport of hers called paracycling and going to the Paralympics. As a little girl, she always wanted to be an Olympian. She was never an Olympian. Well, now after losing the, her first sport, she became a Paralympian and a gold and silver medalist. So, Bob, you mentioned the Paralympics, and certainly that has international attention. But for the small communities, you know, like here in the East Bay or take your pick, you know, someplace in Florida, someplace in North Carolina, someplace in Montana, how do you put together the events? What kind of events do you put together for folks to participate uh, and, and use the form of challengeathletes.org uh, to be out there? So what's been really cool, Vince, is over the years, because the hospitals are all aware of us now. So when somebody comes out, you think of it, there's, there's nobody is coming out of the hospital knowing what to do next. So between the hospitals and the rehab centers and the physical therapists, they're finding out about Challenge Athletes Foundation. If we're doing a, Oser is the, the company that makes the amazing running legs. Between the two of us, we do these amputee running clinics around the country. And so somebody loses a limb, they can come out and, and, and not just learn how to run with a prosthetic leg, but meet a social group or wheelchair basketball. You have a great group up there in the Bay Area, Bork, and they run these amazing wheelchair basketball camps and clinics, and CEF is a big part of that because we buy a lot of the equipment, the wheelchair basketball chairs, uh, the training equipment. Uh, if they're going to competitions, we're helping to fund that. So we work very hand in glove with all the adaptive centers around the country because you can't do it alone. It, take, it takes a village. Bob Babb is joining us from challengeathletes.org. The website, www.challengedathletes.org. Bob, when somebody goes to visit the site, what are they going to see? Well, they, they'll find out all, all about our different events that are coming up. Uh, we have our Celebration of Heart coming up on Friday night, May 12th, uh, at Pier 27 at the Upper Level City View Room. It's amazing evening. And then we have they'll find clinics and camps. They can find volunteer opportunities, ways to donate to the foundation. We have a, uh, a bike ride that goes from San Francisco to San Diego, 640 miles, seven days. I've already signed you up, Vince. Uh, your bike should be arriving tomorrow. It'll be it'll be a good time, I guarantee it. It's basically a business trip down the coast. A police escort out of San Francisco, and then you're you're riding along, and each day they meet you, usually along the ocean with your with your uh, uh, with your lunch. Each day you finish, your masseuse is waiting for you, and your bags are in your five star hotel room, and your mechanics there to tune up your bike for the next day. People pay $15,000 each. We close it off with about 120 riders. It's, uh, it's one of those events. It's a bucket list item. And people, it's like a business trip down the coast. You got the president of Qualcomm there. And you got different 
uh, different leaders and shakers from different industries there. And, and people make business relationships that last the rest of their lives during that bike ride. Then we have, if that finishes up, with our San Diego Triathlon Challenge, which is October 2021 weekend. And that's the event that we started for Jim McLaren 30 years ago, the 30th anniversary. There's wheelchair basketball going on, wheelchair tennis. Uh, we've got open water swimming and obviously the triathlon on Sunday. So there's, there's events all year long, lots and lots of fun stuff. You touched on the celebration of heart, which is on May 12th. How much is that particular event meant to challenge athletes and an opportunity to really put a spotlight on all the things the foundation is trying to put together? You know, it's been really, really a special event, and it was created by Alan Schenken, who lives up in the Bay Area, and he's a uh, baloney amputee from birth, and he never really had a, uh, never had met a lot of other challenged athletes until he happened to be, I think he was at the Escape from Alcatraz event and saw our boot there. And he decided he wanted to do something special in the Bay Area, and he has. He created Celebration of Heart. We actually are up there doing clinics and camps all year long. And this was Alan's vision from the beginning, is having this gala that raises you know, $600,000 to a $1 million a year and helps fund grants in that region of the country. And so buying wheelchair basketball chairs, getting sled hockey equipment. People don't realize that there's, like I said, 105 different sports. There's equipment for each and every one of these sports. Plus, someone wants to go to championships in St. Louis. Uh, that stuff costs money. So that, that's what we're there for, and that's what Allen helps raise money for. Bob, you touched on amputees and maybe folks that were born without a limb, and yet they've continued to live a, 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 an active lifestyle. In the 30 years that you've been doing this with the foundation, there have to be, like so many other things in our world, the improvements that oh. that – that he's had a chance to, to that you've had a chance to provide somebody uh you know with a prosthetic 30 years ago in comparison to the things you can offer now how much has that grown and how much has that allowed you to expand the things that you want to do with challenge athletes and even bring more people that are a part of that community into your community you know vince that's such a great point technology has been huge because think about it if you're wheelchair bound as soon as that happens you're paralyzed the trails pretty much disappear for you. Going back in the trails and having your hands going into the dirt on a push rim, that's something that, you know, it's just untenable. You really lose that part of your life. Well, now, believe it or not, we have off-road e-assist hand cycles. So somebody who's wheelchair bound can get back on the trails again and rip it up. I mean, really rip it up. Plus we have these things called grit freedom chairs, which rather than having your hands on the wheels, you have levers almost like you're doing a, a bench press type of thing where each wheel is chain driven and you use your hands in front of you, or you're pushing these, these uh, levers so that you move along the trails without having to put your hands in the dirt. It's changed a ton. The prosthetics between OSER, what OSER has created, they get lighter and faster and the technology is, is amazing. We've got guys who are double baloney amputees running 45 seconds for the quarter mile. It's, it's crazy what's happening with technology from that perspective. And actually, the other thing is people with CP or with other balance issues, the tricycle. They're having a tricycles that are high custom-made tricycles, so somebody with a balance issue or they're paralyzed, they had a stroke on one side of their body, they can ride a bicycle and not be fearful of falling off that bicycle because it's, it's a trike, but it's fast. And that's in the Paralympic Games. So technology has, has been huge in the last number of years. 
Bob, when you do Major League Baseball on the radio, they ask you to, to paint the picture. As I'm listening to a game where I might be, wherever I might be, I want to know what's happening on the field. So if you can, can you paint the picture of what it's been like for you and the foundation when you have somebody that, that comes into your situation and for the first time you're able to put them either with a piece of equipment or prosthetic or either, either that previous to getting together with you, they were very athletic and thought that time was over, or even the person that never thought they could be athletic. And because of the technology, because of the things that are available, that you allowed them to do things that they never thought were possible. What are those stories like? Well, I've got a story right now, Vince, that you would love. His name is Parker Bird. He had a baseball scholarship to East Carolina University. He's supposed to start last uh, September, middle infielder. Well, last July, he was out tubing in North Carolina, gets thrown off the tube, is swimming towards the boat, the boat backs up, propeller cuts his leg off below the knee, right? Figure baseball is history, his, his sport, his passion. Talking to his dad, Jeff, they were playing catch from the age of three, right? That's his life. And getting that scholarship to go to college, well, we got him to Chicago working with a prosthetist who, who built a special leg for him. And watching video, and I'll send you the video of Parker hitting the crap out of the ball is unbelievable. Uh, the coach thinks that he'll be able to come back next year and get his scholarship. This year he's taking a gap year to get his leg in shape. And actually next Wednesday night, he's going to be throwing out the first pitch at the Astros game down in uh, yeah the Houston Astros game next Wednesday night, April 19th. And that's something that, that we've been working on for a while because he's a big Astros fan. So just seeing a kid go from their lowest points. And that's one of the cool things, Vince. We usually come in at a person's lowest moment in their life. And now we're able to go, okay, you were at that lowest moment. Where can you go? Alex Ruiz was a high school football player. Someone fell on him during the game. He was a quarterback, lost his leg, ended up losing his leg below the knee. And through that journey, ESPN picked up on the story. And next thing you know, Drew Brees is narrating a story called The Brotherhood on Zach Miller and Alex Ruiz. As the two of them bonded. Zach Miller from the Bears had a very similar injury but didn't lose his leg. And that, that piece called The Brotherhood, oh, uh, it premiered during the Super Bowl in, I think, 2018, and now it's had 5 million views online. And Alex now had a scholarship to USC and is uh, not playing, but he's working in the athletic department at USC. But he went from the lowest moment Life was over, never played football again. Oh, and exactly one year after he lost his leg, got back in the game, played the first pass he threw was a touchdown pass with his prosthetic leg. That's like the coolest thing ever. Bobby mentioned $159 million has been raised. Countless grants have been given out basically worldwide. That needs support. So people that are listening to this and listening about Challenge Athletes and the foundation at challengeathletes.org, how can they – get involved if not just going to buying a ticket and going to an event what are the other ways that uh, somebody in the community can be a part of what you're doing you know what they can go to challengeathletes.org and, and look to volunteer uh come to one of our events come to one of our clinics and check them out when people come to one of our uh, oser amputee running clinics they're changed they see a two-year-old go from you know basically bambi to carl lewis in about you know three minutes you see them wobbling and next thing you know all of a sudden they're sprinting it's it's very cathartic and it's cathartic for the athlete the other part of it vince is think about the parents parents wondering what's going to happen with my child now their child has a social group 
there's other folks there that are like them. And the parents have people they can relate to and ask somebody who's a little further along in the process, how can we, how can we help our child like you helped yours? It's, it's, it's such a big feeling seeing these kids bond and become friends forever. Bob, you've been in the athletic world basically your entire life. And I know you've done podcasts, you've done a bunch of interviews, you've got your own little radio show as well on Facebook. People can go to Babbittville to find that. But <laughs> for all that you've that you've done and all the things you've been a part of, you talk about the Ironman, which is as an ultimate of competition with yourself, as there is basically, you know, of anything you can find to do to kind of challenge yourself. What has this meant to Bob Babbitt, just to how this suddenly fell in your lap and something triggered inside you that you were able to feel like I can do, I can make a difference with this and I can rally people around me and we can grow this together and get to where we are today. What has that meant to Bob Batter? You know, it, it's meant everything to me, Vince. And it's funny because the big moment for me is when I had competitor and this is like 87, 88, right after we started the magazine. And, and, and you know, when you're interviewing people, you can tell right away if something's a great story or a good story. I was interviewing a wheelchair athlete named Jim Kanab, who had won Boston five times and, and won LA three times. And I'm at his house and you know I'm, I, I see a nickel on the floor. And I'm like, my first thought is, oh my God, the poor guy dropped the nickel and he's in a wheelchair, he can't pick it up. So I go to pick up the nickel, it's glued to the floor. And Jim Kanab's sitting there drinking a beer and he's looking at him and he goes, so Babbitt, you didn't think the guy in a wheelchair could pick up a nickel off the floor? Step number one and rule number one, don't ever underestimate anyone. And that became sort of a, a life lesson for me that you never know. And sometimes you can see somebody something in somebody else before they see it. So seeing something in Jamie Whitmore that, hey, okay, you can't do Xterra anymore, but you can be a Paralympic cyclist. Alex Ruiz, you can come back and play football again. Uh, Jim McLaren, in this day and age, because of the technology you mentioned earlier, there would be no sport for him back when he was injured in 93, when he got uh, quadriplegic. Today, he could play power soccer. There's technology for him that wasn't around 30 years ago. And I think CAF has had a lot to do with that. And I'm very proud of that. Well, Bob, there's some great stories that we could go on forever. And it's, it's inspiring what you do with the group that you have and inspiring what you've been able to create for those folks in those circumstances that can find a way to to uh, have an active lifestyle, which is so important to our own mental health and our own well-being. And uh, challengeathletes.org is the place to go. They've got the uh, celebration of heart. That's the gala on May 12th at uh, Pier 27. And so, Bob, it's it's great to, to hear the stories. I uh, wish you all the best, and thank you for being a part of our community spotlight. Vince, I really appreciate the time. Thank you for everything you guys do to showcase so many of the folks in the community. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 